Casanovara invites you to get this with Tony Martin and Ed Cavalier. With Richard Marsland on the buttons. Yes, we're on the home stretch. Five shows to go and time for a few of our regulars to sign off. Treasurer Peter Costello mm. is here today to tip one final bucket on K-Rod. Ouch. Oh, dear. New inventions from 2007. You simply must have. Jimmy Barnes is here, the real Jimmy Barnes, to help us sift through the file marked local nutbags. How does Richard live his life? Will we finally learn it? Who knows? We'll flash back to our very first show. I know we'll do that. We'll find out, Ed, how you scammed Mm. your way onto a national platform. Short bus first date triumphs. We'll find out who's got ADD if we don't Mm. lose interest first. All your weekend sport completely ignored. And in the second hour, two of our favourite co-hosts, Angus Sampson and Dave Graney are here, and that means great moments at rock! Stumbles out of bed and into the kitchen, pours himself a cup of ambition. Yes, it's all coming up on Get This. How would you describe it, Rich? Uh, An orgy of self-indulgence and as boring as watching mould grow on cheese. There's some sizzle. Oh, man. Now, you can bring that cup of tea in now, sis, please. I'll have it now. Delicious. Oh, hello, listeners. Hello. Morning, everybody. Hi, everyone. Good evening. Depends where you are. Thank mm-hmm. you very much. We can't go till we're beveraged up here at the Get This Desk. <laughs> Strangler's still concerned about the skin deep. I see. Who are we? Mm. Well, it's myself, Tony Martin. This is dizzy stuff, folks. Oh. This is Ed Cavalli. All right, that's good stuff. And, of course, pushing buttons, Richard Marsland. For a bastard adrift in a blizzard of cocaine. <laughs> okay. Mm. Nicky Hamilton is here. Our producer, Matt Dow, is chained to his desk somewhere in the uh, immediate vicinity. And we're gearing up for the final week of Get This. uh, How have you been preparing, Richard? Let's... uh yeah, Rich, what have you been doing? What have you been up to on the weekend? Obviously, head down in the books looking for great replays. That's right. And storylines to wind up mm. so that we can put this show to bed on Friday. What were you up to last night? A lot of people are interested in how I live my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, maybe just you two. I mm-hmm. uh, went and saw that young up-and-comer, Justin Timberlake. Justin Timberlake? <laughs> yes. That's your idea of preparing for our final week. His last concert in Australia. Great fun. Good fun. Okay. Well, what are your favourite tracks? Oh, well, Crimea River. I did my own version, which was Fry Me a Liver, which no one really enjoyed around me. But it was just teenage girls screaming, going, it's like I haven't, it's like Beatle or Red Gum Mania. Yeah. Red it's Gum just, Mania. And then when it's Justin been... Timberlake came out, obviously all that dispersed. Yeah, yeah no right. one cares about him. Uh, was it good, though? Was yeah, it a good concert? 150 bucks, the, the tickets. One fit. One fitty. Whoa. And, One fitty. Um, it was great because there was a giant steel pole directly between our oh, seats that's good. And, and Justin Timberlake. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah, yeah. I felt like calling Ticketmaster. Did I give you good money? <laughs> because right now, what I'm seeing, I could go down to Shedweld and catch a bit of that. <laughs> Because there's a giant steel pole, but it was it was good fun. Yeah. I mean, it was great. Just um, I mean, the steel buttressing up the arena. It's just, just really just did fantastic. Right. Did I do a lot for you. I didn't want to go to the toilet just in case the pole did anything that yeah, I might have missed. Absolutely right. But it was exciting. He was really great. Lots of dancers. Okay. Uh, yeah. Well, you no, 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 no. Don't, don't, don't say good. you like the dancers now. How did you describe them in the office this morning? I can guarantee you that you would have liked the dancers. Mm. Oh, why? Yeah, well. You know what I'm saying. No, I don't. Were they buttressed up the arena? <laughs> and Is that possibly why? No, you described them as ball bearings in a blender this yeah. morning. <laughs> yes. Well, when they began, they were just freestyling and doing some... Is it crunk? Which Is you what? hate. You hate freestyle. You like you like ordered 
mannered dancing. Everyone doing the same thing at once, don't you? I wouldn't mind some Busby Berkeley. I wouldn't yeah, mind some like a choreography. Yeah. You'd like a Charleston. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Charleston, if you could, Mr. Yeah. Timberlake. And See, the kids love the Charleston. <laughs> <laughs> and there was a guy a few rows ahead of us who was um, pretty oh, JT'd no. up. He was wearing was a white singlet and one of those like Why? Those I hate it when people dress up as the band mm. yeah. to, go to, the, to go to a concert. Yeah. I hate that. I saw Motley Crue. I had the displeasure <laughs> of seeing Motley Crue. <laughs> and the amount of people that went dressed as Motley Crue yeah. You're not in the band. Oh, no, I love it. And you don't wear you don't wear the band T-shirt to the concert no, that you're no, going no, no, to. No. You wear an older band, which is cooler than that band. Yeah, yeah. I've yeah. seen photos of you at Devo, Richard Marsden. <laughs> we don't have time for that. Ed, we're going to get to you in a moment, but oh, yeah. uh, here's what I got to up. A, oh, gee, I Ooh, what, just forgot how to speak English, obviously, right. over the weekend. Peter Costello, I mean, hasn't he been a big part of our show for the last two a years? Wonderful yes. contributor, always gives his time. Yeah, and a lot of theories, too. Amazing theories. Let's hear from one final spray. Let's hear one final spray from Peter Costello. Mr. Costello, uh, the uh, the latest poll. Polls. Yes, the latest poll suggests that you uh, what have you got maybe out of a job yeah. after. Okay, well, after Saturday, you preparing for defeat. The only thing I'm preparing for, uh, Kerry, is uh, well the fundamentals of solid uh, economic policy. The gear is turning as they've been doing for the last uh, 11 years with me, Peter Costello, uh, at the helm. And uh, I'm preparing for, uh, well, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that people will recognise that the, the best team, the only team who knows what they're doing is in charge. I mean, you're not going to let a bunch of kids in here like Wayne Swan. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, the voters will. Well, the voters can, uh, you know, recognise surely that you've got a kid there who, who can't even turn on his own calculator, well, who's being dropped off at Parliament by his mum every okay, morning. Really? He's pooing his pants. Well, he, hang on. No, he does. He, he poos. Yeah, sorry, how did we get here? I mean, what are we supposed to do, Kerry? We'll put pigs on our noses and let Wayne Swan, uh, poopy pants, get in there and start twiddling with the... Uh, knobs of common sense that I've uh, carefully said over 11 years of uh, solid economic fundamental leadership. What about Kevin Rudd? Kevin Rudd, oh yeah. Let's let Norman Bates uh, uh, hand you the keys to your hotel room. Pop in there. Yeah, just, uh, you might want to have a shower. I'll, I'll be in in a moment. Mother? What is that, Mother? Okay. Destroy the economy, Mother. Right, none of this makes any sense. Look, Look Kerry, here's what makes sense to me. A $10 billion deficit. A $94 uh, billion debt. Sorry. That's what I inherited 11 years ago from Paul Keaton. Yes. I, and I've been cleaning up that mess for 11 years and look where it's gone. Right. Okay, but didn't Bob Hawke say the same thing when he took office? Oh. He inherited John Howard, yeah, yeah. Uh, who right, was okay. the treasurer. He yeah, but, uh, you know, John Howard was simply uh, cleaning up the mess of the Whitlam years when Labor uh, was out of control because of inexperience. But weren't the Whitlam years a response to uh, the previous governments of, uh, well, going right back to Sir Robert Menzies? What was Sir Robert doing at the end of, uh, you know, the war when uh, you had Chifley uh, and Curtin and that lot uh, running rampant? Yes. I mean, we're still paying off the okay, debt. Well, Chifley's debt. Yes, but didn't Curtin... Uh, have to deal with uh, what he'd inherited from, indeed, Sir Robert Menzies yeah, in the United Australia. Yeah, but Sir Robert was uh, simply uh, cleaning up uh, Scullin's mess. 1929 to 1932, the Great Depression. You know, there's coincidence. There's Labor in charge of the Depression. Yes, but... Uh, now, do you want that on Saturday? But surely the... Uh, the Labor governments between the wars were simply uh, cleaning up the mess they'd inherited from uh, uh, from uh, from the Commonwealth Liberals. That wasn't us. That's a, that's a previous mob deacon. Yes, but uh, but the protectionist party. Look, if you want to go back that far, Kerry, what about Chris Watson and the Labor Party of 1904? 
What a crazy time that was. Do we want the Watson government back on Saturday? Those mad times? You know, overspending on drays. Uh, we'll all be getting around in rope belts. Is that what you want? Here, take the plasma back. I'll just get on the back of this horse and cart and pop down to uh, Sovereign Hill. Do we want to go back to that? Because that's what the Labor Party gave us under Watson in 04. Yes, but Watson uh, came after Deacon and Barton. Yeah, but Barton was... Uh, uh, yes? He was... Uh, well, look what he had to work with after that bloody Aboriginal lot. You know, look what they left him. Nothing. How could you create something out of that? They knew nothing of the economic fundamentals. And we're still paying that off. I'm still paying off the Aboriginal mess. And, uh, and you know what, Kerry? They've never once said sorry. Mr Costello, thanks for your time. Keep that in mind on Saturday, Kerry. <laughs> well, that's finally. That's the shame of Peter Costello. What about the shame of Ed Cavalier? Yeah, finally someone's standing up and saying that's the Watson's government fault. Yeah. I've been saying this for God knows how long. That Watson madness will be back if we're not careful. More in a moment. He's a lunatic. I'll get this. Thank you, Foo Fighters. Thank you, Richard Marsden. Let's get this around the nation on Triple M. Please, if you've got some fake flaws queued up oh, early, Mr know. Marsden, yeah. just get some out for Justin Hamilton, Hello, one sir. of our regular co-hosts. Fake applause. I'll take it. Man, man, it's yours. <laughs> I'm very comfortable with that it, actually. yours. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm glad to see you're wearing shorts, Ed. And, shorts weather, bro. And, you know, it's. Uh, I actually had someone ask me if, because uh, I'm wearing shorts and a T-shirt. Yeah, you are. And yeah. I, I had it kind of questioned uh, that maybe I'm a bit too old to be wearing Oh, you know, there is, there is a cutoff. But you don't have that thing where uh, the hairs on your legs slowly just disappear one by one. Right. That's, yeah. that's, that's when it's time to give it up. If, yeah. if all you've got is a group of hairs <laughs> hanging around your calf. It's done. Like, like a mullet on yeah, your calf muscle. Exactly right. Or like, you know, with the wagons, yeah. you know, when they when the Indians were attacking and they yeah. sort of back all the wagons up together to try and fend them off, that's when it's time to give it up. You've got a lovely covering of hair on your legs, yeah, Justin no. Hamilton. And, and just just a, a, a never slight touch of bow oh, as well. It's beautiful. <laughs> Which is out of respect for Jimmy Barnes that you've got coming oh, up. Oh, sure, yeah. coming in. in. You yeah. know, I think when you look down and you're wearing shorts and you look down and you, you see Uncle June, you're from the Sopranos. Oh, is that when it's time oh, to go? That's when it's time to get the long pants <laughs> on. the last time you wore some shorts, Tony? Uh, 1973, I yeah. think. Really? Yeah. <laughs> well, I went to see Ireland at the top of the world, uh, the embassy in Thames. I think I was wearing shorts that day. There were no photographs taken. Yeah, we yeah. can't prove it. Fair enough. But there is a definite cutoff age, isn't there, for men and jeans, though, isn't there? Yeah, oh, you reckon? Yeah, yeah. Ooh. When you get to status quo, yes. when you get to stock ache and waterman sort of level, yeah. you know, five years too old to be wearing jeans. Mm. I reckon Toto's too it's just going to be a denim fest. Book your seats yet? Justin, book your seats for Toto? Oh, I, well, now, as I've discovered, I'm in the demographic. I didn't realise it. No, yeah, yeah, Smack welcome. bang. I went and saw Crowded House. Oh, uh, yes. When, yeah, uh, a couple of weeks ago, and uh, that was an interesting demographic. Mm. Man, they still appeal to quite a young crowd as well. So right. you got some. You saw some really kind of older people there going, you know, play play, uh, play message to my girl. No, that's the wrong band. And you had some uh, younger girls. The youngies. Um, play sexy back. Play sexy uh, back. And how, what a Crowded houses, troop of dancers like these days. They're <laughs> very slow. Really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, they're into it. Yeah. How are they? You know, compensating for the lack of an insane drummer. Let's be honest. Yeah. You know. Well, I, I think uh, I think Nick Seymour's become a little bit more insane. He's gone a bit hessy. Is he really? Yeah. He's carrying the torch. Good on him. I think he's amped it up. He, it's with what he wears, and there was a lot of talking on stage. My, oh, okay. my girlfriend actually complained and said it was a it was a concert that was more for like five thousand than twelve thousand. Uh, oh, meaning I it was a bit. Oh. I was like, oh no, it's intimate, Kay. It's, yeah, everything's fine. Yeah, but uh, yeah, yeah. but there, there is. He's taken up the mantle, I think. Mm, and, okay. But you know what it is. You're watching it, and I, you know, I don't want to. 
don't want to be harsh, but yeah, yeah. I quite like it. It's older guys who are probably halfway through a midlife crisis mm. who have gone, wait a minute, we're crowded house. And they just the most bizarre things happen in really? the concert. Like at the very end in the last song, uh, they, they've got a, a cardboard tree and uh, a bit flips over and there's a bird tweeting. Why? I don't know. But then it's Neil Finn. He can do whatever he wants. <laughs> He's taking it up that's, to the young that's people pretty there. Rock, that's pretty rock and roll. I, I think Ramstein tried that for a while, but it was too loco for them. That's amazing. <laughs> uh, Justin, <laughs> thanks for your con contributions over two years. Damn. You've got your own show now with uh, Mr. Charlie Pickering and Terry Siarkis, Terry Siarkis. Terry Siarkis yeah. on uh, Saturday morning, 6 to 8. So I, I gather that everyone who's listening now will not hear it. Uh, no, no. I don't blame them. No, no. It's a, we've got a really strong... Strong six to eight Saturday following. Really? Yeah, oh, yeah it's quite amazing. <laughs> and I wouldn't I, I, think it. This is only in Melbourne and Sydney, uh, Melbourne and Brisbane, obviously. No, mm -hmm. Yes. So there's no toast in. No. Oh, hang on. It's that show where Ed just eats a yeah, piece that's of toast a, yeah, that's for two lovely, hours. It's a good show. That no. goes out in Sydney. It's yeah, very popular. Yeah, yeah, it's quite good. This I know week, we, can't, we can't seem to move you. No, no. no this week, guys, it's rye. Okay? It's <laughs> rye. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I preferred the whole grain episode. I know, it was yeah, amazing. Yeah, it was, it was so many levels. I know. I know. test as well, mate. Uh, so, Justin, thanks for coming in. Thank you, Justin. And, uh, good to see you. I'm glad you've drawn attention to Ed and his shorts and his, mm. his ADD. Do you know about his ADD? No. I dare you. Have a listen to this. One of Australia's top specialists in attention deficit hyperactivity disorder. I got that in high school. Believes the links between doctors and drug companies could be contributing to overprescribing the drugs uh, to treat the condition in children. So I've lost mm. interest in this article already. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was playing PlayStation. What did you say? <laughs> Right. Isn't that interesting, the idea that, you know, the doctors are sort of in the pockets of the drug companies? Jeez. I don't know if that's true. We're not compromised, said uh, one doctor as he tumbled down the water slide at <laughs> Pfizer's exclusive <laughs> Ritalin Island off the Gold Coast. <laughs> um, uh, I had that in uh, in high school. Did you? Yeah, my friend Dave, uh, he went off and got ADD and came mm. back and he said, look, I've got this certificate. I get half an hour extra in exams. Oh, great. Uh, I don't have to go to some things. I can leave class if I'm freaking out. Mm. He got the pills. Yeah. My friend Michael said, oh, what happened in the test? So he went and got it <laughs> and he got the extra half hour in the exam and that's what got him into university, got him special consideration. Wow, ADD. I, yeah, and I went and did the same thing. So I went and got myself some ADD uh, in <laughs> high school because my marks were good enough to get into uni right. and it got me in. Fantastic. It's amazing. It's great. See, in the 70s... It's a beep test. It's easy to rig. All you got to do is wait for the beep, <laughs> just hang out for a second, and then hit the button whenever you think an ADD oh, kid would hit the button. These are great tips. We never had ADD in the 70s because there weren't enough things to be distracted by. <laughs> now you've got the internet and pornography oh, yeah. and ice, <laughs> mobile phones. We didn't have ice in my day. Cargo Who pants and things in your pockets. <laughs> Who knows what exams I could have got out of if we had ice in my day. We had Starsky and Hutch. The Pi 3-in-1 stereo <laughs> and that sort of buzzy bee thing that you would put a wooden buzzy bee. And What's a buzzy bee? It didn't distract you. On What's wheels. A buzzy bee? a bee on wheels. The wings turned. <laughs> Wasn't enough to register an ADD rating. Uh, are we running late? I think we uh, abandoned what we were going to do. Okay. We've been distracted. Yeah. <laughs> stuff. We need some Ritalin in here. Should we play a song on the Pi 3-in-1 stereo now? <laughs> Oh, the Pi 3 in oh, one. Yeah. What were the three? It was a turntable? Yes. A cassette player? And a radio in one thing, Ed. Oh, my goodness. What else could you need? What are we going to do? Someone had to sleep in the yard <laughs> to fit it into the house. Oh, that was the iPod of its day. Was there an auxiliary function, even though you didn't have anything to plug into it? We only dreamed of an auxiliary function. <laughs> one day they'll have one, we said. We won't know what it's for, but we'll have that. Plug the B in, see what happens. <laughs> 
bee. You didn't have the buzzy bee. Dude. I had ADD, all right? I had a Super Nintendo. I loved every second. Okay. Oh, uh, you know what we're going to do next, Steve? We're going to go back into your files. Okay. We're going to find out how you got your job. Oh, I think it was uh, bribery, I think. Next, I'll get this. That's Blondie. Of course it is. Call me here at Get This Around the Nation on Triple M. Brought to you by the Nissan Navara. Oh, what a 4x4. Has anyone anyone got anything bad to say about the Nissan Navara? Nothing at all, apparently. Nothing at all. Three hours later, still nothing. Silent. Let's bring someone else in. Another one of our ex-co-hosts, Charlie Pickering. Hello, is Charlie here Pickering. From the host Hello. show on some Triple M's around the country. Yes. We've got, we've got limited market <laughs> representation. Fantastic. <laughs> yes. That's the place you want to beat now. Anywhere we're not, we just don't like them. Okay. Oh, really? That's all it is. Yeah, 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 tipping yeah. buckets. Yeah. yeah Cop that gun to guys. Oh, <laughs> they are really. Dog on a they tucker box. <laughs> Uh, Richard, whatever. you're a huge fan of Justin Timberlake. This man was here as well. Charlie was there. Did, Did you, you go to Charlie? Uh, yeah, yeah. To, uh, I was. Justin I witnessed Timberlake. the man last night. It was What'd pretty amazing. Yeah, it was pretty good. I, I, as a, as the technical production is the most amazing thing I've ever seen. Yeah. I, I think the stage was a living being. It oh, would actually move right? of its own accord yeah. at certain wow. points. The rotating. Yeah, there was no. There was uh, hydraulics up and down, up and, and there down. were these small circular remote controlled. Uh, pontoons yes, that, that, that pontoon. would float as if uh, uh, under their own control and um, had a drummer on one, a keyboard on another. Like the band, as, as though they were on rem- giant remote control cars, would this move around the stage. That is and amazing. What did you think of the giant steel pole um, between you and Justin Timberlake blocking, blocking your view of the Well, you say that. Mm. Um, clearly, my connection's better than your connection. Oh, yes. <laughs> Where were you? Were you dancing Bang. on stage? I was, I was one of the dancers. <laughs> <Is that laughs> right? Yeah. Cutting the rope. I, I was disappointed by our wardrobe budget. But other than is that, that right? <laughs> hey, do you know what? Lovely guy, really friendly. I can't say enough good stuff about JT. JT. Yeah, yeah, he's really nice. Oh, generous. Man. Generous really? guy. Generous performer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Generous human. Like, you know, on the way home after the show, stopping yeah. by 7 Eleven, don't have Nothing. enough for my chocolate milk. Bang. On the Amex. Bang. Yeah, there you go. He's just giving you a neck rub at the same time. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. He's very touchy, though. And what he's very touchy-feely. I Great thought show. he might, but he's... don't get in a spa with him. That's what I've heard. Yeah. He, well, you know, depends what you're after. Oh, man. <laughs> depends okay. what you want from a spa. <laughs> we don't want any trouble. Uh, and what were you wearing? I mean, what does one wear to a Justin Timberlake? Well, for a start, I was dressed poorly because summer happened out of nowhere. Yeah, that's yeah. Right. And for the first... Probably three weeks of summer, I've forgotten how to dress in heat and I pretty much just a spaz. Yeah, I just short true. anything. You know, I wear thongs on my ears. What are you doing? <laughs> no, that's It'll okay. catch on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I bet I was just completely out of touch because uh, it was a young person's event, let's yes. be honest about yeah, it. Yeah, what are the kids wearing? Well, I have not seen such a broad interpretation of fashion in my life. Okay. Completely incongruous. No one matched. Yeah, there wasn't a particular thing. Uh, like yeah. when I was a kid, it was acid wash. Everyone that's knew the rules right. and you wore it. Yeah. But clearly, I was saying this before. I I thought young people were meant to get the same memo, That's so idea. they all look the same. That's right. In my but day, no. it was spats for everybody. <laughs> oh, how nice. It just came along <laughs> uniform. People knew what to do. But last night, just, oh. Fluorescence? Well, I, I think easy was the theme of the night. Easy? Yeah. Oh, not so much easy as uh, accessible. Mm. Oh. Yeah. And uh, a lot, lot of filming going on in camera phones. Yeah, heaps of that. Too much. Yeah. Too much. Verging on upskirting. 
Depending, <laughs> depending on what level the stage was at, yep. some of it, potential upskirts. I was, I was back in down blouse. <laughs> really? <laughs> oh, <laughs> tough break, kid. Well, now, Charlie, once again, we're seeing everyone off for a final time. Thanks for coming in and being part of Get This. Uh, thanks for being here and uh, thanks for the podcast that kept me sane when I was overseas. Oh, that's yeah, very nice. Very nice. Yeah. Uh, but I'm sure you're sitting here and going, what did those guys get up to on their very first show? Mm. 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 Aren't you? That's I've been thinking that, well, pretty much every single show since. <laughs> yeah. Going, wait, wait, what happened to that lightning they caught in a bottle in the first episode? Where did it go? Well, let's, you know, a lot of people say to me, you know, how did Ed Cavalier get his gig on Get This? Let's go back to our very first show. And mm. this is a documentary because I'd heard about Ed Cavalier. You know, there'd been a lot of talk around the network, yeah. his work uh, in the Black Thunders, you know, mm. giving stuff away. Mm. Here's a documentary that shows where it all started. It's amazing. You go to any radio station in this country and the talk around the water cooler is Cavalier. What's he got for his next? And you have to wonder, I mean, what's he working on? He's an amazing performer, great energy um, and just works a crowd. I don't know where, um, where he gets it from, the patter, the gab. But he has got it. At their road show every day this week. I mean, he's the man. Look, if I had to use one word, it'd be um, tour de force. I don't know. Every time I go, you know, into an in-store or into just walking past a radio station, people are always just like, come on, you know, do a cross and always coming up to me, asking me for, you know, drinks and CDs and stuff. Just do a cross, Ed, do a cross. I've had announcers say to me that they're not going to go on after him. They can't follow it. I was at a function once and Lawsy took me aside and he just said, mate, I'm going to retire because if you're going to put that kind of thing to ear, crosses from the Black Thunder with Ed Cavalier giving away CDs, giving away prize packs, um, you know, nanopods, I mean... Street team out and about at Marine Parade and we've got the free stuff, Heritage Shop. Alan Jones said to me that he feels personally inadequate. Um, I don't think that's anything to do with Ed Cavalier, but... It might be. It's embarrassing apart from anything else. I mean, it's my work. It's not who I am. It's all seat of the pants stuff. I mean, he hasn't got a script. <laughs> you know, it's just all coming out of his mouth. I mean, I don't know where he comes up with it. I'm amazed they haven't done a bloody uh, a record, an album of it, because it's... You'd hate to think it's all just going out the bloody ether and never going to be heard again. I see all the, the new guys. I hear the tapes. They come in. None of them, in my opinion, have matched Cavalier. You go to one of his crosses, it's like you know, bloody honey. I love his energy for it as well, because a lot of people can be dismissive in that area, but he commits to it. Catches today, 12 to 1, 15 minutes time. Look, I used to work with Brian Beery in Brisbane, and he retired because of uh, one of Ed's crosses. I mean, I remember he just, he just had it on. It was 25 seconds in, and he just said, that's it. And I had his resignation on my desk before Ed had even given away the the Alien Ant Farm album. It was tragic. A career in tatters. Yeah, look, if he's doing a cross, you know, they just come out of the woodwork from everywhere, you know, swarming. I mean, they know they're going to hear something concise, you know, and a bit of poetry in there as well. I mean, I once, uh, I was moved to tears once during one of his crosses from, it was an in-store by Wickfield, and I, I had to go and lie down in the back of the thunder. Uh, well, that's really flattering, but you, you know, the sad fact is that it's, it's just not enough. I, I feel like I've got so much more to offer. There's a voice inside me saying, You don't blow like the breeze you were born to be. I mean, it's great being the best at this. You die down in the trees and try and hide. It's time the Triple M Street Team out the Marine Parade. 
Will you witness the dark? Live cross of the year. All you need is a spark. And the winner is... A cathedral of torches light the night. Edward Cavalli. That's all well and good. Here I am. But there must be more. I'm your spark. So here I am, Tone. Uh, Ed, can I just say, this is all sounding very gay. What are you talking about? Well, that, for example. And it runs to you like a shallow, noisy stream. Shallow, noisy stream. Right, that's enough. Turn that music off, Maddie. Hey, nothing gay about a shallow, noisy stream tone. Sorry, Ed. Go to the ID, please. Somebody. Okay. Penny Dates of 2006. We'll be back in a moment with Jimmy Barnes. I'll get this at Triple M. Oh, yes, that'll be Fallout Boy. The break's over here at Get This. I'm just going to mention Podcast 154. It's oh, old yeah, news. Hello. It went up on Friday. Right. Uh, Brush with the Z list is oh, on yes. there. That's mostly us. Glenn Robbins, Lawrence Mooney, what have you built? Jihad Jack, Taser Time. It's all free fun at iTunes or via the Triple M website. Fantastic. But please, Mr. Marsden, can we go climbing up Talkback Mountain? Sounds like a Dutch evil. never thought I'd see it. Jimmy Barnes just lifted his headphones away from his ears. It was too loud for him. Give him a round. Hello, sir. Yeah, it was yodelling. It was the yodel- was that yodelling going on there? What was going on there? Can you know. yodel, Jimmy Barnes? Nah, man. No, no, not really. I don't uh, think so. Well, there goes that exclusive. I could have, have, have a go for you if you want. Oh, there you go. Back <laughs> Drop that into the new album. Your new album is called Out in, in the, the Blue. blue. Mm. Which is sort of where you guys are going, I guess. Yeah, I guess it is. I guess it is. I had to bring it up, but I'm here to protest. Oh, are you just? <laughs> yes, I'm we, here to protest. We, you, you offered to sing at the rally. That I, was, I, was, I, was, I came here and I was waiting. I'm, I'm ready to go. You know, what's going on? Now, your missus is a big fan of the she, show. She's a saying. big fan of the show. She'll be listening now and she'll be, she, she's been writing letters. She's been protesting and she actually sort of, she's objecting to the fact that I'm actually working for this network. Oh, right really? Oh, really? Oh, really? Oh, be so maybe I'll be dragged away with you. I don't know. <laughs> we could start our own network. Well, well maybe. Really? Yes. The Barnes Cavalier Marsland Martin experience. It's good. Experience. That's work. catchy. Very catchy title. Yeah, we, we have to think about. Yeah, we'll shorten it. <laughs> well, <laughs> Richard's got a great, uh, Richard's got a really good idea for a drive show, don't you? Yeah. Uh, Richard, you're starring That's Jimmy right. Barnes. Jimmy Barnes and Ross Noble. Barnes and Noble. Fantastic. Oh, fantastic. And, they and we'll do it in a car. And just talk about books. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's really boring. Jimmy, I am. You mentioned the missus. You, is that a tattoo on the cover of your? That book? is a tattoo. That's and a no, real tattoo. No, can I? Explain the cover, by the way. I was saying that say it's not a nipple shot. This, this, uh, this cover. I was going to ask. Said, you know, somebody said to me the other day, "You're going for the gay market." You know, <laughs> uh, it's not true. What's happened is, it's, I'm actually lying on a marble slab, and it's about the scar. Oh, and I have my wife's name tattooed over my heart. You see, she's yes, my anchor. Sure. So, but the good thing, what we're thinking about doing, because uh, a friend of ours actually mocked up his own cover with his girlfriend's name on there. Right. right. So now we're thinking about selling tattoos at the gig. Oh. And okay. so, and and have people sort of send in their own photos. So we reckon we get lots of you know tattoos. Lovely idea. <laughs> <laughs> it's gay. Norks out to Jimmy Barnes. <laughs> Finally. You can, you know, like, you know, get Frank or, 
you know, yeah, or, or, you know, you know, so the girls can do it too. It's a lovely idea. It's a lovely, lovely Christmas present. Lovely, a lovely Christmas a lovely present. Lovely Christmas present. <laughs> already tattoos. got one. You've already got one of those. Weren't, weren't you going to get a tattoo last week? Yeah, but the starburst piercing Janet Jackson style is covering it up at the moment. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, no, I wasn't going to. What happened to that bloke who called in this show and said he was going to get Rex Hunt tattooed on his ass? <laughs> He never, called, he never called back. Where was the mouth? <laughs> well, it was dizzy stuff, apparently, whatever it was. Listen, I, I, I've actually, there was a guy who used to come to my shows who drives a tank for the, for the army yeah. who had my face tattooed on his back. And did that, it, and did as, it look like you? Uh, well, it was a cover of Freight Train Heart. And I think that, is, uh, for a start, who's looking at it? Yeah, yeah, that's right. You got to, and, and the other blokes in the tank. The other blokes in the back of the tank. <laughs> it helps the And focus. why has he got his shirt off? That's too weird. Fun in tell. the army. Maybe that's a cue for local nutbags. Oh, hello. We love local nutbags. It can be anybody, anyone. Just somebody going through your wheelie bin and, uh, you know, putting everything into individual plastic bags, as somebody uh, in my street was doing recently. Yeah, fair somebody enough. doing a forensic analysis of people's rubbish. So, somebody actually, uh, I walk my dogs every morning in Centennial Park in Sydney, and somebody yes. actually, um, you know, picked up their, their, their dog shit and put it in a blue bag. Yes. And then right. ran it up a flagpole. <laughs> really? <laughs> and walked in there, it was. A little ceremony. <laughs> so, I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, it's good that they picked it up, but this is going a bit far. Yeah, I just think, you know. You know. No, that's yeah. obviously they really love their dog. Yeah, yeah. something <laughs> they worship it. We've got to worship its waste. But uh, you know, you've worked in the rock industry for a yeah. long time, Jimmy. It's rife with nutbags. Am I right? They, well, there's, there's, there's the odd fruitcake. Yeah. yeah. Anyone yeah. Uh, who's accompanied you on tours? Who you? Oh, there's been mi millions of roadies. I mean, for for a long time in the seventies, early eighties, every roadie was named after an animal. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's bear, pig, dog. You know, you know, and, you know, and they got their names quite. You know, because they deserved them. Yeah, right. Right. Uh, was, I used to know about four or five pigs, actually. Right. <laughs> Who's your favourite pig? Pig. Oh, uh, there was one pig who uh, who used to work for Rose Tattoo. Oh, yeah. And, and he was a real pig. He was just, you know, I mean, he was the sort of pig that you wouldn't sort of, you know, it, he'd sit in the car and you'd have to sort of have the, the seats changed because it smelled <laughs> that bad. You know? and, and, you know, and, and he thought the chicks all fancied him. Right. And I remember once... Uh, he got, he got so drunk, I was driving in, in the truck with the Roast Tattoo Boys. We were going to Checkers in the 70s. Yeah, yeah. And, and they went around a corner and the door flew open and he rolled out the car at high speed. <laughs> and we didn't notice. And he turned up at the gig sort of, you know, you know, three hours later, or just covered in gravel, you know, gravel rash, <laughs> and he still looked good. Yeah, best but, night ever. And when you and Rose Tattoo uh, get together on tour, what is that like? Uh, well, nowadays it's pretty quiet, but in the old days, yeah. it was in the old days it was quite volatile. It was, yes. you know, we, I mean, we, we'd you know we'd have wild times. I mean, the, because they also had beer. Yeah, no, bear, 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 and pe bear and pig together <laughs> were just unbelievable. And that, but but as far as like singer like fruitcakes I've worked with, I've, yeah. there's been lots of them too. You know, I mean, I mean, I'm one of them. Yeah, sure. Uh, sure. But uh, I had a great experience one night. I was playing in Brisbane. Uh, yeah, it just just in Brisbane, and this uh, this guy came up and said, "Oh, can uh, Tom Jones is here? Can, yep. he, can he come and sing with you?" Wow. And I thought, "Yeah, Tom Jones. Yeah, sure. Be, this would be a laugh. You know, yeah, my yeah. audience are going to kill him. You know." <laughs> yes. And of course, you know, I'm thinking this. You know, there's pub audience. You know, Tom Jones. And I said, "I oh, will do Midnight Hour." So, wow. Immediately, Tom Jones gets on. It doesn't matter who they are; they start throwing their underpants. Is that right? Even my audience, Your even audience. blokes. What, even Pig and Bear? Pig, no, Pig and Bear weren't there that night. That, <laughs> right. that was their night off. Fair enough. <laughs> so your audience had the underpants. They could have thrown them at you. But they threw them at Tom. Threw them at, Tom. at Tom. But the thing was, but it didn't help him get laid. Because uh. one, of the, one of the great things that happened <laughs> was afterwards, in the dressing room, we were all there standing around, you know, having a few drinks, and Tom's there, and Tom was actually 
pissed and hitting on every single yeah, female and yeah. it was within a hundred yards. And my roadies who were all there, you know, like these little guys, you know, like are all, were loving it because people were, you know, actually knocking Tom Jones back, you know, yeah, and, right. and, they're going, okay. and they're going, fantastic, if he gets knocked back, we're not, you know, <laughs> we're not that fine. bad after all. So Tom's a bit of a sleazebag, that was good. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> sleazebags. Well, except nut bags or sleazebags. What kind of stuff do people throw at uh, your shows? Do well, you know, you, you get all sorts of stuff, you know. I, I mean, I, I, I had... Seriously, it's a bloke through his underpants at one of my guitar players mm. <laughs> recently, <laughs> which I thought showed a great sense of humour <laughs> because the, but the guitar player didn't appreciate it at all. Wow. Uh, a pair of wife fronts, um, uh, you know, lots. You get lots of underwear, mm. lots of underwear, and you know, and you know, it's you know, the, you know, my audience have you know been a lot of my audience have been with me for a long time now. Right, so the, right. So the, the bras look like sort of looks like sort of cir- <laughs> something Cirque du Soleil would yes, perform in. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Fantastic. And, you know, are there fans who have been with you the whole time, who you recognise when you look at them? Yeah, there's certainly, you know, and there's fans that that turn up who bring their kids and, you know, or force their kids for them. Wow. I I remember when we did the Cold Chisel, uh, um, the last wave of summer tour. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There was people who were bringing their kids. And and, and when we did the the, the first one, they were trying to find the same seat so they could could go to the last stand with their child and sit the same seat. Wow. Which was really, you know, really stupid because probably had no seats that were the ones that where I was jumping all over them and yeah, smashing right. bottles. <laughs> and, <you know. laughs> they try and recreate those great moments. Yeah, do you yeah. do that, Ed? Do you, you know, have a band where you would go, I'm going to go and recreate that experience? Oh, look, I, I really was upset when Tism stopped. Yeah. Are playing because as I've said before I went to two separate TISM gigs where yeah. people were having sex on stage mm. and as a 17 year old I thought this is probably where rock music's headed I probably want to get involved <laughs> well, in this you know, you know, as big as I can there was a lot of bands doing that it was a big thing I mean Dragon Dragon used to Mark yeah. Hunter used to sort of drag girls out the audience and mock rape them oh, okay. which, which was very popular very popular in the 70s <laughs> it was an uh, earlier time yeah. you know, and, 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 I think, and I think Radio Birdman used to do the same thing in fact you know? well, I know that just- and, and actually Radio Birdman it looks scarier because because I think they meant it. <laughs> well, see, well, Richard Marsland tried to bum rush the stage at Justin Timberlake. Yeah. Um, oh, really? Didn't get oh, very far. Didn't you get very far? <laughs> no, about security. No, and the, the security. I've seen his security. They were monsters. Yeah. yeah. And have you ever seen so many big black guys in your life? They're oh, giant. Enormous blokes. Mm. Yeah. Richard Huge has blokes. three or four of them accompanying him where he goes. Wherever he goes, yeah. just in case. Just because yeah. of his rep on this show. <laughs> Look, this is all very well. Bums, mm. rushes, and and and. <laughs> Nut bags and nut bags and Fruit Loops yeah. and pig and, yeah. and that bloke. But you know, these are the sort of blokes that are salt of the earth that listen to your show. Yes. Well, these are <laughs> the, the people pigs and bears. We are the want ones. to hear from them now. Are Call you a up. nut bag? Are you mad? Have you done something mad? Have you seen something mad? We will accept anything as long as we can play this sound before it or after it. <laughs> and have a word to Jimmy Barnes. One triple three five three. That'd be Live and Let Die, Guns N' Roses style. Here, get this around the nation. Jimmy Barnes is here. And Jimmy, while you were sitting out in the atrium, uh, you were sitting next to Ed Cavalier's mum. I know. Mm. Now, Ed's worried about her going on here. No. Now, how you've got your own radio show, Planet Rock. Would you ever get your own mum on the radio with you? Uh, you know what? You probably would, actually. How know. would that go? What uh, sort I, of stuff I, would she I, say? Well, she'd probably start, you know, telling stories about me because, you know, and my yeah. mum my mom says things like, you know, like, oh, you know, I was encouraged him when he started, you know. Yeah, yeah, made right. sandwiches for the band while they were rehearsing, you know. <laughs> while true? they were rehearsing in the garage, you know. We didn't have a garage, you know. <laughs> <laughs> what about, did she give you, uh, you know, not as good as the early stuff? Does she give you any of those kind <laughs> no, of no, but No, but I tell you, uh, I think I think it was probably Circus Animals and she said, 
Come on, now you've got it out of your system. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, you know, Jimmy. Get a real job now. Pins uh, down. No, but she, you know, she, no, no, she'd say some. She, she's a very funny woman. She'd say some. Okay. Fun, Scottish woman. Yeah. You see, and she's pretty tough. I actually seen my mum. This is a true story. When I first met my, this is the first <laughs> meeting the family met my stepfather. Yeah, we went to my stepfather's uh, twenty first uh, brother's brother's twenty first, and he was a bikey. Oh, okay. Right, and so and so we were all from Elizabeth, you know. My brother and all, he was a mod, and he sort of dressed in suits and all this. And these bikies were all going, "Look at these poppers," you know. Yeah. And, and uh, my mum overheard one of these bikies do it, and she bottled him. <laughs> bottled him, <laughs> but, and he would be quite happy with that. Yeah. Bottled by bottled, Jimmy Burns. Bottled, bottled him, and then sort of was going to do him in, you know. <laughs> I'll never well, get my head stitched up again. And and, and 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 sort of from that point on, the bikies who had been you know bagging us all nights were getting us drinks and were very nice. See, a, gla- a strong Glaswegian woman will scare anybody. See, that's a positive story. <laughs> but yeah, is yeah. this not your mum? What would happen well, if we My mum's bo- bottling bikies most weekends. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a common thing. A very different context, you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe... For it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> maybe we'll get her to say something, but let's meet Australia's leading nutbags. Who's on the line? Hello, Ian. Ed, Rich. Hey. How you going? Say hello to Jimmy Barnes. Tony Barnes. and Jimmy Barnes. Yes. How are you? What a legend. Australian icon. Is he not? Yes, yeah, he, is. he is. But have you got one for us, sir? And it better not be about me. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't want to well, do... Well, it can br- be. I don't care. We were going to do Brush for Barnesy and then it was... Oh, no, there could be trouble. <laughs> could be yeah. trouble, yeah. It's too many. Well, I was at ringside in 03, but still, it's not about that. Good. No, no, fair Standing, uh, standing in our local supermarket, whatever it may be, mm-hmm. um, we had this uh, guy come up to the uh, cash register. Yes. Oh, that's him now, is it? <laughs> uh, give me your money. <laughs> What's going on there? Everything all right? Okay, cool. Yep. Cool. What are you doing there, sir? I'm talking to my manager. Oi! <laughs> <laughs> you can't do that on radio. <laughs> Just tell him you're telling a story and get back to him. Yeah. Um, and he comes up He comes up with, a, with like a couple of gold coins in his hand. Yes. And he goes to the cashier. Can I play the machine yet? And the cash register. And at the cash register. Yes. Okay. And he thought it was a pokey. He, he kept pulling her arm. <laughs> <laughs> Did you pay up? And what happened in the end? And sticking things in her mouth. Hang on. Keep it clean. Thank you, Ian. Lovely okay. to talk to you. Well, that's a nutbag. Someone trying to that's play that? the pokies at the cash register. That's, that's, that's the sort of thing we like to hear about. That's mild. Let's see if we can go better than that. Yeah, there must be something Kelly, wild. are you there? Kel? Keely? Hi, guys. How are you? Good, thanks. Um, hi, Jimmy. Hi there. How are you? Good, I, I saw you at Crowded House the other week. You sat two rows in front of me. Oh, really? Were you dancing? <laughs> no, I was dancing. And speaking of mums, my mum said, I'm not getting up till Jimmy gets up. If Jimmy gets up, I'll dance. I still got it. Uh, the mums love me. <laughs> they either love me or hate me, one of the two. She was, she was very disappointed that you weren't. We got to go to the after party and she was disappointed that you weren't there. Uh, oh, well, there you go, yeah. I'd at the basement. Here's what we've got for you, Kelly, even before we've heard your story. A copy of Jimmy Barnes' new album, Out in the Blue. Fantastic. Oh, excellent. Everyone is getting a copy of this. And am I right in saying Neil Finn's uh, knocked off a tune for you? Yeah, he did. Very actually, nice. Yeah. Very nice. I mean, I just, oh, wonderful. I just said to him, I said, you write that many good ones. Just give me yeah. Come on, man. <laughs> give me, <laughs> fact, give me a few of them. <laughs> That's all very well, but surely Jimmy isn't your nutbag. No. No, 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 he's not. Um, my Thank nutbag God. was actually, I went to see you, am I, on Friday night at the mm-hmm. Metro. Oh, and don't talk about Tim. Oh, wow. uh, Tim Rogers. I met Tim. He's, uh, we, I classify him as an acquaintance now. But anyway. Oh, wow. Hello. <laughs> yeah. Steady. Hey, this is our rumour start. <laughs> um, there was a guy behind me and he had a can of VB in his hand and every time they'd finish a song, he'd sh- shoot out his hand and it'd like hit me in the ear and he'd go, you know it, Tim. <laughs> you know it, Tim. <laughs> 
Wow. Yeah. And I'm sure Tim Rogers would frown on that sort of unruly behaviour in the audience. Well, you know, <laughs> I don't know, but I had a few choice words to say to him afterwards. Sure <laughs> you did. Okay. Thank you very much. Nice to speak to you. Copy of Jimmy's new album for you, madam. Hello, Lewis. How are you? G'day, boys. Mr hey. Barnes. How are you? I'm well. I'm very well. Good. And it's the nutbag. Your name's not Peg, is it? <laughs> <laughs> no. Good. Um, okay. Continue. Uh, well, we, where I used to live, the, the Gobblegock from, you know, the Smith Street. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Used, used, used to live up the street and he used to drive this beat-up old Leyland. And, what, like, we'd... He'd wear the suit while he was off work. Hang on, you're talking about the man the man who played the gobbledock. Yeah, yeah, that guy, that guy. He's yeah. about four foot nothing. And we'd be playing at the end of the street, and he'd jump out of his car and be like, Chippies! <laughs> and, like, produce from the boot of his car, like, all these old packets of stale chips, like... Hang on a sec, Lewis, and he wasn't in the suit. <laughs> no. And how did you recognise him? Uh, it, yeah, well, how did you know it was him? It could have well, been just as somebody who was short. <laughs> Ver- you know, vertically challenged. Uh, it could, uh, it could have been it. anybody. <laughs> Hey, who knows? He gave you chips. He, who, did he tell you he was the real gobbledock? He oh, well, did, and then his, then his sister... He mentioned something about it. Yeah. <laughs> his sister showed up and she was shorter. Yeah, and she was saying that he is the real gobbledog from the ads. Well, that is... Well, that's it. The gobbledog they, they're family. gobbling family, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> Give them the sound. That is amazing, yeah. Lewis. Yeah. Copy, of the new, copy of the new album, Out in the Blue, for, for you, sure. my friend. I'd, I'd give you a couple for that. <laughs> do we have time for one more oh, nutbag? which bag? one do you want to Ah, uh, you choose, Rich. Um, I don't know about Blair. Okay, <laughs> Tim. <laughs> that's a bit, maybe... G'day, legal. Tim. How which, are you? Which player? Good, mate. How are you? Excellent. Uh, talk us through your nutbag. Uh, there's a guy in my area mm-hmm. who um, he thinks that he's constantly playing football, uh, never has a football in his hand. Yeah, I know the, I know the And um, he's uh, <laughs> also the trolley pusher for the local shopping centre um, place mm-hmm. and right, so that, drums with the trolleys. Okay, up until the trolley pusher, I was thinking being cousins, but uh, yeah, okay. I was that too, but he thinks he's playing football, but he's not anymore. <laughs> Tony with a sports gang. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. It was more of a drug joke, but okay, yeah, fair yeah. enough. <laughs> Uh, Thank and you, Tim. Has anyone approached this man? No, everyone's too scared of him. Has, he, yeah. has, he, tried pa- has he tried passing the trolleys to you? Sorry? <laughs> a, a sort of short pass for the trolleys. <laughs> a little hand pass. Uh, not as of yet. <laughs> <laughs> off to you. <laughs> well, supermarket car parks, number one spot to see a nutbag if you're looking. That's so true. Copies of Barnsley's album for everyone. Thanks for taking part. And, Thank Jimmy, thanks for coming in. Uh, my pleasure. Us. Listen, I reckon if we keep, you know, if we just, if we block the door now, you can keep the show going. <laughs> oh, yeah, uh, yes. That's pirate radio, you know. Let's, let's just fight the bastards. Uh, hang on. Haven't you got a show, uh, Jimmy? Is yeah, it? I have, you know, and I'm fighting too. Oh, and, I'm, really? and I'm protesting. What? I, Everything that, you know, I'm going to start, you know, getting you guys to write material for me. Okay. okay. <laughs> well, can do. That show be, should be, be axed in about be, three I'll weeks. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm coming with you. Well, thanks for your support. Our show is going, but Planet Rock continues. Uh, you can hang with me. I'll, I'll sort of give you updates on where to find them. All right. Move much. up on the couch for us, and we'll be back in the next hour with Dave Graney and hey. Angus Sampson. Oh. Get this. Slightly toxic and flammable. Brought to you by Nissan Navara. Huge pulling power. Do what I want because I can. If I don't, because I want to. Nice crackle. Be ignored by the stiff and the board because I'm gonna. Thanks to the Nissan Navara and its huge pulling power. That's the second hour. I get this on Triple M. I am an air traffic controller today. Who's in now? We've got Dave Graney and Angus Sampson. Hello. At the same time. Hello. 
just ran into Barnsley on the way in the, from yeah. the green room. What happens when you and Barnsley run into each other? Are there any feuds, showbiz feuds? No, we're fellow South Australians. Oh, yes. oh of course. We share many things in common. Right. Rather a haughty sense of superiority to uh, Victorians, <laughs> but being a New Zealand New Zealander, Tony, yeah. you, you wouldn't appreciate the class consciousness we carry about. I still don't understand. Luckily, Angus had his dog with us, which, yes. which uh, nuzzled uh, Barnsley's legs with saliva <laughs> and dripping <laughs> lips. Well, it's just a service that... Uh, that Winston likes <laughs> that Winston provides. It's He's just a defence thing for you, Angus, isn't it? It is. It, it takes attention away yes. from my head. Have you guys worked together before? Oh, we can't, I can't believe you haven't seen the clip for Your Masters Must Be Pleased With You. Yeah. Oh, of course. Mm. What am I saying? This is a mm. short film, of yes. course. Sure. Uh, smile and Wave. Smile and wave. Directed yeah. by the mm. amazing Tony Marnie. Mm. Mm. All right. And, of course, uh, Recovery, back in those days, yeah. you would have worked together. Yeah. And uh, the first time I actually saw... Um, a story on Dave, uh, pre uh, being ordained the king of pop, mm-hmm. he took us shopping, and uh, he told he said that he liked uh, jewellery with uh, Australian with marsupials mm. and <laughs> any form of marsupial. Do you still <laughs> still Does that ring true? I've, I've been dragging stuff out of my '93 wardrobe recently, and it's all come back into vogue. Is that right? That's What's it? the jewel in the crown? I, I used to have an t- Australian flag T-shirt with, oh, yeah. with gaff tape over the Union Jack. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. <laughs> Years later, I would have been the king of what's that beach in Sydney? Uh, Cronulla. Cronulla. That's, yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. At the time, I wandered Cronulla Beach alone. Yeah. Oh, really? In the wilderness. So you were writing fifteen years before the actual right. Yes. You're amazing. <laughs> it was just you and Ed Cavalier giving Come away on. frosty treats. <laughs> Where are you down the beach? Nice cold cans of coke and big Ben pies. <laughs> well, it sounds like we've got a lot to talk to, and in this hour, great moments in local rock. Mm. Oh, and on this show, they don't have to be that great. It's all coming up along with Richard Marson's price check and a clip from the Bible. Oh, hello. In this hour of Get This, I'll triple M. That's Echo Beach. Martha and the Muffins here at Get This on Triple M. That's right. Your primary source of rock music information. Get This. What do we know about Martha and the Muffins? Richard Marsland. Martha and the Muffins featured two women named Martha. <laughs> Those kind of tasty morsels of fat. Have you got two fake rounds of applause of equal weight for Dave Graney and Angus Hanson? Hello, boys. Oh, what a sad occasion. Possibly the last time we'll see either of you here at the Get This Desk. Why? What's happened? Oh, we don't have time to explain, <laughs> oh. Dave. There's been some trouble. It's nothing to do with you. I certainly hope it isn't. Oh, Although you, 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 get in, you tune in next week and it's Dave and I hosting oh. <laughs> Okay. Oh, we have heard some rumours about who's <laughs> filling this slot, but we'll get to them later mm-hmm. uh, when we can't be sacked. Hey, um, so Angus Sampson, you were just telling me off air that you've been to New Zealand. I have. You know? I've been filming over there for a few weeks filming. and I want wanted to ask, Tony, where you're from. Tikawiti in the oh, King yes. Country, uh, just down a country. bit from Te Aumutu, which is down a bit from Hamilton, which is down a bit from uh, Auckland, okay. uh, which is down a bit from Hobbiton. <laughs> is that an actual place? Yeah, uh, Hobbiton is Matamata. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Well, I think Hobbiton, the scenes in Hobbiton were all shot sure. in Matamata, and then Peter Jackson had the entire Hobbiton set. Uh, hoisted up into the air and then lowered down onto his mansion in Masterton. That's did how you, it was explained uh, to me. I was in Wellington. Did you bang any broads at the back of the brown derby down at Hutton Top? <laughs> is that what go- is that your New Zealand experience, Dave? <laughs> I did. Um, 
I've never been there. No. So I've heard they go off. But. Um, I, I, I missed out on that. Um, but I did... Uh, I, did. <laughs> I saw Dave Dobbin on Rock Quiz. Hang on. <laughs> what a sad opening it is. He's dropped Dave Dobbin. And he only saw him on Rock Quiz. I didn't see him in real life. Um, what about... Uh, no, I wanted to ask that because it's a great place. I was in Wellington. Yeah, yeah. Great place. That's Wellington. the Melbourne of New Zealand. And um, do you know do you know any interesting facts about Wellington? Uh, I've got several relatives living there who have all changed their surnames and we can't contact them. That's not that interesting. Okay. No, that's I've got good. a brother that's who works, works in a film archive in Wellington, but he's changed his surname again. We have no <laughs> idea how to contact him. Um, well, Are you related to everybody? I think so. It's, it's a population of 12. <coughs> and you're, and you're with Wellington, Wellington's 12. Uh, Auckland up to 85 now. That's quite a lot, Tony. Just talking rubbish, Angus. No, no, no. no. Well, the, the reason I said that is because, you know, when Australia seems to be obsessed with America and, uh, yeah. you know, if mm. more than four people, you know, meet Ian Thorpe at uh, Fukuoka at the uh, airport, <laughs> and, you know, he must be a good swimmer if the yeah, Japanese yeah, okay. like him. Um, I managed to read the – I was there during the races uh, in, in New Zealand yes. and the front page was uh, – New Ze- there was two stories. The first one was New Zealand trainer wins Melbourne Cup. Hey. Yep. And the second story, which was equal prominence, was uh, Auckland women. Auckland woman takes fashions of the field. Oh. And uh, and, uh, and she was an unexpected entrant. Oh. Uh, okay. <laughs> she was a, that was the front page of the, uh, yeah, it, of it's, the New Zealand. It's very hard to get a bit of sizzle under Auckland's ass. I find. There was a movie a few years ago, Ihaka, Blunt Instrument. With Tim Ware and Morrison, obviously intended to be this a long first of a long series of Ihaka telly movies, and it was about this Maori cop who got asked to move to Sydney because, mate, your methods are just too radical for Auckland. Oh man, Auckland oh. isn't ready for you, sir. Well, I can do a New Zealand accent now. Let's hear it. Let's Dave, hear it. Do, do you know how to do one? <laughs> I enjoy Tony. Oh. You're talking to Tony, who knows the infinite variations of the. Am I allowed to say? Shit on this radio station. I think you yeah, are now. You just did. Yeah, it's too late. If you say it's live. So the, the you say shit, Tim. Someone's hit the citron and dented, dented it. Let's hear it, that. Shot, Tom. Someone's hit the citron and dented it. Oh, that's fantastic. That's pretty good. Mm. And then you're off for some Griffin's biscuits with a thin bit of mint filling. Maybe <laughs> Phil it from Thin Lizzy will be there, and you can watch Cool Ball. It's fantastic fun. But um, your book, Lolly Scramble, deals with your journey of of discovery yeah. of yourself. From the small New Zealand town to yeah. Australia, doesn't it, Tony? It certainly does. Do people uh, go on pilgrimages following in your footsteps? <laughs> uh, to see some to of the amateur theatre pro- productions I destroyed or jobs I was sacked from. Sitting in the uh, decaying armchair with the same <laughs> landlady. And, no, it hasn't, it hasn't attracted that kind of... Having a creditable cup of tea. I am going to be doing another book next year. It's called Quick Before William McGinnis Puts Another One Out. Uh, what was <laughs> the video the that you got into a fight on the Trans uh, New Zealand bus. Oh, there was trip. Spinal Tap. That yeah. was I was out. For the people on the bus wanted six pack with Kenny Rogers, <laughs> and I was holding out for Spinal Tap, and there was a lot of trouble. And eventually, they went with six pack, which is just full of swearing kiddies. <laughs> so that, I got blamed for that as well. And you spent the rest hours with nobody talking to you. That's right on a bus. I'm very used to that. <laughs> I was actually sat from the bus. <laughs> they wanted. Uh, they just wanted to play music on the bus and. Uh, funnel the resources into the front of the bus. Yeah, right. Where was the bus going? (laughs) 
Uh, it was going to Melbourne. Uh, we don't have time for that. Oh. We've sadly got to play music. And is it going to be a Dave Graney song? Oh, Dave, did you at one stage perform under the name Eddie Vedder? <laughs> no? Sadly not. Here, get this. That's Eddie Vedder from the soundtrack of the new uh, Sean Penn Feel Good Romp. End of the wild. Here we get this on Triple M. It's our last week, as you may have heard, and two of our favourite co-hosts, Dave Graney and Angus Sampson, both with us on the bench. Uh, what are you watching at the moment, guys? On the vid, anything? Um, I'm watching series four of The Wire. Oh, it's the good Dave. Very enjoying it very much. Oh, do you find yourself just uh, slipping into the lingo, the Omar lingo it's from very, The Wire? It's very dense, and there's much rewinding, mm. and I'm. Tr- uh, trying to uh, get the density of the, you know, slang they're using. Dave, yeah. could you watch it with subtitles? Yeah. That's what I do. You can. Yeah. That's what I do too. I, when I, when I uh, not on the wire, but mm. when I... Deadwood needs Deadwood subtitles is. often. You yeah. can. Wow. But Comedy Company is really helped out by <laughs> subtitles. I'm re-watching that. It's, you feel a bit lame watching people talking English in subtitles. Sure. <laughs> you just got to work a bit harder yourself, I think. <laughs> Yeah, I can't be bothered to process words anymore. <laughs> Just push that button for me. I watched uh, American Gangster last week. Oh. And how is it? Well. Yes, um, come on. I think Russell Crowe's given up an American accent. He doesn't need to do them anymore. So oh, seemingly he's, given up. So he's playing an Australian character for once. No. No. But oh. he's oh, he's just not to, trying. He's just chosen to do it in an Australian accent, that's I think. Good. That's great. Yeah, yeah, good on him. That means I... It means you're. I could go and do that as well. Could, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll, you'll be in the next American Gangster. I could, what, you don't t- think I could play a gangster type? I Maybe. Yeah? If the gangsters eat a lot of food yeah, while they're threatening people. <laughs> they do, actually. Yeah. So you could do that great. Isn't it great, the scene in uh, with the famous scene from uh, Dirty Harry? Yes. With the do you feel lucky? Oh, yeah. What makes that scene so great is he's eating a sandwich. Mm. He is He's too, eating Tony. a sandwich while he's shooting a bloke's mm. tyres out. Wow. Mm. Would your mum let you be Granny, you got to stop about my mum. That's <laughs> Okay. I, I, I made myself a rap in the song. I walked in and <laughs> Dave looked over at me and went, did your mum make that rap for you? <laughs> There's an elephant in the room. Uh, no offence, Mrs. Cavalli. She's outside the door and... He's it, really enjoying it. Dave worried. is really enjoying this, ain't he? It is worried about letting his mum on air for a word like yeah. we did with Mrs. Marsland. Would you let your mm. mum on, Tony? No way. There you go. <laughs> Why, what, whom are you worried about? Oh, I'm sorry if that sounds rude. Oh, that's, yeah. Yeah. Sorry? What, what, what are you worried about? Losing yeah. cred with the, yeah. with the kids? Maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, I've, I've got a lot of street cred glues. <laughs> yeah. you know, I'm walking down, I'm high-fiving mm-hmm. homies. But the yeah. girls are into um, yeah, men are. that look after their ladies, mm. you know? Well, like the I girls. Can, I can look oh, okay. At, I can look mm. after mum off air, though. So once yeah. it's a bit of a tail magnet, you might have her in. So I think <laughs> the, the winds are changing now. I don't think it'll work. Yeah, I like, just don't think... You, you walk down those mean streets and you meet some crazy mothers and... <laughs> Then you've got your actual mother <laughs> backing me up with a okay. switchblade. It's time to clean things up. How can we save this segment? I think the Bible is the answer. Yeah, Do you remember when you, I think the very first time you came in on this show, Angus, uh, I don't think Ed was here. No, I was away. He was meant to be in Germany. He was in Prague, mm-hmm. which he later discovered isn't in Germany. Yeah, it's no weird. one could find him. And I think <laughs> this happened... Look, if you're looking for inspirational movies, I was watching the Animal Planet channel last night. An ad came on. I couldn't get the VHS to happen quick enough, mm. but I got a bit of it. Uh, it's good to see the Bible is finally being uh, telemarketed. 
Uh, just have a listen to this. Call one 727 within the next 10 minutes to start your Bible collection with Jesus for only $24.95. Pay by credit card and you'll also receive a bonus DVD or double video, Moses Absolutely Free. <laughs> That's almost $70 value for only $24.95. Wow. Have you heard the, the, the Old Testament described that way? As $70 of value for $24.95. I wonder if the uh, Moses one is a, is a fold-out. <laughs> yeah, you can part the DVD. I like this. <laughs> this is a double disc. <laughs> mm, I like the sound of Jesus, but until they offered to throw Moses in as yeah. well, I wasn't really yeah. sold. And what's the acting like? Let's have a listen to some of the acting. Lord God of Israel bids you let his people go. Also starring I'm your brother. Paul Mercurio. The man. Dennis Hopper. In the wrong place at the wrong time. Liz Hurley. I loved him too well. Who in the Bible says that? I'm having visions of like a Sopranos season disc box set just with the disciples there. Who in the Bible's going, and the Lord spaketh, I'm a man in the wrong place at the wrong wrong, time. At the wrong time. What's that from? And this didn't stop him. I love how they got him to say man. What, hey, man. I'm telling you, man. The burning bush, man. It's <laughs> burning me, man. What is going on there? What is the deal with Bible on video? <laughs> so, that's what happened there. Look, Angus Sampson is here. Dave Graney is here. I reckon we've got enough people to attract some great moments in rock. What mm-hmm. do you think? Local yeah. rock. That'll be next. Get this. All 100 kilos of it. Brought to you by Nissan Navara. Huge pulling power. You're listening to Get This Around the Nation on Triple M. Angus Sampson is with us. Dave Graney is with us. Ed Cavalier is Hello, out. Australia. What do you make of this, Dave? Mm. Oh, Ed's out of oh, his back. Ed's He's back. been talking mm. to his mum. Oh, oh. Is his mum here? Yeah. <laughs> Isn't he nice? His mother is here at work. <laughs> and he won't let her come it's on anarchy. mic. What's the problem out there? No, nothing. Oh. No, everyone's happy. Oh, oh, no. Has your mum got a great moment in rock, perhaps? <laughs> uh, I think she once supported Wawani. Okay. It's oh. a great moment in rock. Uh, Dave, I'm sure you're full of great yeah. moments yeah. in local rock is what sure, we're looking yeah, for yeah. today. Can you recall a favourite? Very local, my experience, Tony. Yes, yes. Often half a dozen people there, sometimes less. <laughs> really? What are we talking about? The less about? people that are at a performance, the more legendary it becomes oh, yes. in my experience. That's right. It's exclusive clientele. Mm, it passes from mouth to mouth, word of mouth, mm. to thousands were virtually there, but what would you like to know? Well, what's a standout moment where you've, not necessarily something you've been responsible before, but have you just been in the audience, seen something and gone, there it is, that's my great moment in rock for the year? I was doing a performance at the Prince of Wales in 1991 and a yep. local identity called Fred Negro got oh, on yes. stage dressed as a character called Football Mouth or something, like a great big gorilla <laughs> right. after a Collingwood win. Mm. And he tried to to upset my flow. Right. How did he... Uh... He didn't know what who he was messing with, okay, Tony. how did that end up? I stopped everybody. I pointed at him and I, I recited some poetry from the Pizan Cantos of Ezra Pound. I knew you were going to do that. <laughs> Thou art a beaten dog beneath the hail of swollen magpie in the fitful sun. 
the magpie reference, Tony, mm. I thought would Got him. kill him. <laughs> That's, and, and how did uh, Mr Negro respond? He scurried away of course into the he darkness. Did. Of course he did. Yeah. Uh, have you been... Gotcha. He writes a comic strip, you know, called Pub. Yeah, I like that, yeah. And I was once at a party mm. and Fred Negro was at the party and I was saying... Allegedly. Well, he was possibly oh. at the party. But he, he, I was doing that thing of saying, oh, you've got to be careful because you'll end up in mm. Fred's ah, comics. Yes. Yes. You'll end up. And With the ne- hard on. That's right. Mm. <laughs> With a few amendments. Flying the flag. That's so what he speak. does. Mm. He just gives you a bit of help. Mm. But uh, the next week, his comic strip appeared in the street press and there was that party and there was a cartoon of me at the party going, be careful what you say. You'll end up in Fred Negro's <laughs> comic strip. Oh, it's terrible. It's very meta. Mr. Sampson, great moments in rock. I'll give you one that you were involved in. Did you not perform on stage at a benefit for, I think, uh, the Triple R community radio station? I did. Dressed as Ugly Dave Gray, who, of course, you played in uh, The King. Oh, that was good. And did you not perform with Tism one of their songs? Well, Dave was playing that night with the murders. I performed Defecate on My Face. There you go. That's got to be a great moment. uh, It's Mum's here. Oh, sorry. (laughs) It was... um, So you're telling me we had Dave Gray and Dave Graney on stage at the same time with Tism. Mm. I I did go and see a a wonderful gig similar to what Dave was saying uh, many years ago in Melbourne. It was one of the last gigs at the old Prince of Wales venue. Yes. And it uh, featured... Tism, yes, uh, and um, the Fireballs. Do you remember the Fireballs? Mm-hmm. Yes, stand-up drummer. Yes, um, and <laughs> rockabilly uh, band. Really, <laughs> and they have they had a song that I never knew what why it was called what it was called, but backwards it spelt out. Ma- masturbate. Oh, oh. Yeah. okay. It's mum's here. <laughs> yes. Keep it backwards if you could, guys. You must say things like that. Keep it backwards. I did see Smog a couple of weeks ago. He oh, was fantastic. Were they here? What? Yeah. Oh, you in New Zealand? <clears throat> no, 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 in Australia. Oh, what is, is smog? What is oh. there left for Ed's mother to? Yeah. <laughs> well, that's right. If we get no callers, Ed's mum will be doing the next break oh. on her own. Okay, guys, give us a ring. <laughs> what about you, Tony? You <laughs> would have seen some great moments in rock. Great moments in rock. Yeah. Uh, you know, you mentioned Dave Dobbin. I once saw. Uh, I went to the Hillcrest Tavern in Auckland. Uh, to see Dave Dobbin. I'm not ashamed to admit it. Uh-huh. It was over the back fence of my house. Mm. I went there. Dave Dobbin was delayed due to van trouble. So a man uh, who was just in the front decided to get up and do the show himself. <laughs> <laughs> it was mostly... Wore out its welcome after about 25 minutes. One of the herbs. <laughs> One of the herbs. That's the sort of can-do society that was uh, up then, Tony. That's right. Now... It wouldn't happen, huh? No, it wouldn't happen. Now the orcs are in control over there. (laughs) Listeners, it's your chance to help us out. Great moments in rock. The bar is always very low at this program. Call us, one triple three five three. Nicely done. That's the Screaming Jets. Uh, With a bit of better here, get this around the nation on Triple M. Dave Graney is here, Angus Sampson is here, and Ed Cavalier's mum is out in the atrium. Hello. Observing proceedings, and it's made Ed so self-conscious he doesn't want to do the prize read. Mm. <laughs> but I can say this, Tone, that we had the Rockwiz people 
Oh have given us a call and they've given us a copy of Rockwiz Duets Volume 2, Rockwiz Duets Volume 2, the DVD, the Rockwiz Volume 2 book, ultimate, a trivia, book. Uh, ultimate Trivia Challenge. And look at this, Rockwiz, uh, 1001 songs, the greatest songs of all time. Oh, they're merged up the wazoo at Rockwiz. So we're giving them away to the callers today. So we it's, say... It's a well-behaved today. I know. It's spoken. There's no food. Where's the food? There's no, a wrap over there. It's, it's on a plate. His mum made him a sandwich before. Do you call him mum? <laughs> Sorry? Do you call your mum? Mother. 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 It's very, uh, like, very psycho. Much like, yes, Norman Bates. Okay, we're talking great moments in rock. Who's got one in? Hi, Chris. Hello, mate. How you going? All right, good. I smoked a joint with Keith Richards in 95. Like well, good on you. Basically. Allegedly. <laughs> I, I wouldn't have thought he was still against the law, isn't it? <laughs> he wouldn't be into that kind of thing, would he? Oh, uh, yeah. Did you have to twist his arm? So did you yeah, die and he just uh, blinked? Pardon? I had to twist his arm to get a puff of it, mate. Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. And did he immediately fall out of a tree? Yeah. Uh, no, no. It is ironic that a life spent out of his tree and then he fell out of his tree <laughs> that <laughs> day true. and injured himself. Well, there we go. That's a great moment in Thanks, rock Chris. right there. There was no one else involved, just the two oh, of them. Prize for you. G'day, Luke. There you go, mate. Excellent. Your great moment in rock. Yeah, I was uh, at a pub watching 28 Days play about a year ago yeah. and uh, a dwarf walked up on stage, so they started throwing him around. Well, there you go. Very gratuitous, I think. Would you Tony. condone that sort of behaviour at one of your shows? No. No, no dwarf <laughs> early. And how did the dwarf take to it? I didn't like it too much. He was pretty angry, especially when they threw him to the crowd. Yeah, no, that's... Oh, well, very sophisticated. Yeah. Very, um... <laughs> Very sophisticated. Oh, yeah. De rigueur. They're yeah. from Frankston, aren't Ed's mum's here. I just want to remind everybody. <laughs> okay. Thank you, Luke. No dwarf jokes <laughs> next. G'day, Mick. How are you? G'day. Great moment in rock. Yeah. Well, it was uh, back in uh, 78. Uh, there was uh, Jimmy and the boys were playing at the Stage Door Tavern, in, uh, which is near Central Railway Station in the city, and Jimmy got up on the water pipe and started swinging on the water pipe that ran across the top of the stage upside down. He pulled the whole water pipe down, pulled the whole, the whole place, got floated out the electrics. There were sparks, there were electricity. People were yeah, getting amazing. sick and everything. Oh. Getting sick and everything. Great news. Yeah, being a wally with water on mm. stage. Yeah, it's like the final scene of Carrie. Mm. Oh, there. I love your <laughs> listeners. So do I. <laughs> That's good. So do I. Nicely done, Mick. That's the thing. <coughs> good on you, Mick. Our <coughs> listeners, just, you, they're self-sourcing. You don't have to add anything <laughs> yeah, else exactly to most right. of these You know stories. who he's, he reminded me of? I'm sorry, Tony. He reminded me of that guy that you and Mick Vox popped in the late show uh, oh, yeah. who couldn't stop laughing in hmm. Sydney about the Oh, Olympics. in Merrickville. In Merrickville. He was a great bloke, the man who wanted to uh, jump in my car to That's be right. the new <laughs> national anthem. <laughs> Why wouldn't you? <laughs> Thanks, Mick. G'day, Ray. Hey, how you going? Excellent. Great moment in rock. I was up in the Gold Coast and I was DJing for a Melbourne band called uh, Hank's Jalopy Demons. Okay. And they're a rockabilly band. Anyway, the lead singer, Hank, decided to put some lighter fluid on his guitar. That would be a really cool thing to do, light up the, the guitar and smash it. Yeah. Unfortunately, got a little bit on his trousers, splashed a little bit on the band, freaked out, and is chucking the guitar. It hit my DJ booth. That was going on fire. He was on fire, and I'm just going to grab the CDs and just try and you know, get out there as quickly as possible. Mm. It was hilarious. Standing ovation. Sounds like he was trying to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a great moment in rock. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of... Um... Musicians often have bad opinions of DJs. He yeah. might have taken offence. <laughs> okay. <laughs> It was revenge for all the gigs. Yes. Was it during stolen from him? <laughs> yeah, was, was it during schoolies, Ray? Mm. Uh, no, it wasn't. It was a rock and roll festival called Winter Sun. Oh, what, okay. what song were they playing? 
Oh, I can't remember mm. now. <laughs> Long time ago. Yeah. Disco Inferno, yeah. possibly. <laughs> uh, that's a great selection of great <laughs> moments. Uh, what's going to happen here? Everyone is going to get the Rockwiz prize back. Absolutely. Mm. That's taken as red. Oh, Mr. generous. What do we want to do now? Are we going to have a song? Whatever you'd like, if you'd like to. All right, let's have a song okay. and then let's come back. Mm. And what we're going to need is something from you, <laughs> one of your famous patented price checks. You want to do that? Absolutely. Next, I'll get this. Fantastically new mix Marty of Sheargold. Misery by Good Charlotte here at Triple M. Marty Sheargold on Flashpots. Mm. Dave Graney is here. So is Angus Sampson. We've got to take a quick journey into the past. Here we get this. Uh, what about uh, space? We haven't talked space much. No. Brian Sigley, <laughs> I don't know if that's any relative of uh, Ernest Sigley, has sent us an article. Look at this. Astronomers yesterday announced they had found the first planet beyond our solar system that contains water. Okay. And therefore could support life. Yeah, yeah. Presumably. Uh, but apparently it's millions and millions of years before we'll have the opportunity to ruin it. So <laughs> forget about that. Something to look forward to. <laughs> so much to get through here. What have you got over there, Mr Marslin? Oh, so many items. Yeah, a lot of items. Lots mm. of things here. Sorry, guys, just give me a sec. Uh, can we have the treasurer to check out nine, please? Looking for a price check. Price check, Mr Costello? Sorry, Mr. Treasurer, just looking for a price on the bread. Uh, for bread, white loaf, slice, 650 grams, $3.20 <laughs> Sydney. And how about uh, in Melbourne? $3.23 in Melbourne. That's why you're here. Tony wants to know how much these sayos are. Let me tell him. Biscuits dry, 250 grams, $2.01 in Sydney. Cool. $2 in Melbourne. In Melbourne, yeah. And I think we're doing pretty to a fart again today. Ed wants to know how much these are. Baked beans and tomato sauce, 420 grams, $2.79 in Sydney, $1.76 uh, Brisbane. Uh, actually in Brisbane. Oh, and the carrots. Alexander, can you get Kevin and get him to do a price check on these? The price of carrots will be determined by Mr Rudd. I think not. <laughs> we are out of the blocks. We are out of here is what we are. Dave yeah. Graney, thank you for your contributions over two now, years. Sydney Ciders can look out for me next Thursday in Sydney, Tony. I'm at a place called Sonar at Luna Park. Are you doing which show? <laughs> that's with my band, the Lurid Yellow Mist. Oh, that's a band. Rare blowout in Sydney. Fantastic. Thanks blog. for inviting me on the show again, Tony. It's been, um, you guys make me uh, sound good. Oh, we love it when you come in. The Dave cast is still up on the internet. If you'd like to have a listen to some of Dave's previous contributions. Angus Sampson, thank you once again for coming in. Thanks for having me and supporting people like Dave and myself. And uh, you can, I guess I should promote, I'm in Shandon Pictures this Saturday night. Yes, right? excellent yes. show. Impossible to find. Yeah, Movie Extra, uh, if you're over, if the election's decided. Um, I'm not sure what time it's on. Saturday yeah. night, Movie Extra. All right, yeah. thanks, guys. Thanks, thanks for boys. being great contributors. Thanks, thanks Ed. Thanks, thank Richard. You, Ed. Yeah, thanks, thanks, Nicky. Thanks, Rich. Yeah. Thanks to my agent. Yes, well, thanks. I'd imagine. like to thank him as well. And uh, our key phrase, I understand, <laughs> is simply Jimmy Barnes yodelling. Oh. Thank you, Jimmy. And we'll be back tomorrow with, yes, Lockie Hughes. Oh, dear. Qantas have sorted his arrangements. <laughs> he is definitely <laughs> with us tomorrow. Fresh from Hollywood, all thanks to the Nissan Navara huge pulling power. And Lockie Hume with everyone. Oh, it's all <laughs> out and you know.